0: Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club.
1: And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time.
0: Hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Al.
1: And I'm Jen, and that was a squeaky chair. Yep. Not my fault. Not my fault. So, how are you?
0: I'm okay, how are you?
1: I'm alright so this is coming out friday tomorrow well for us it's tomorrow um for everyone it's it's today
0: well it's because they're listening to it so that makes sense but
1: yeah no, no no i know but we usually record on saturdays but we didn't record this saturday no because i went to a bridal shower and it was very interesting and i had a great time oh yeah neat Yes, and I have a wedding that I'm going to on Saturday. Different people, but yeah. That's why our recording schedules changed a little bit, because we still want to get you stuff, but we have other things that we need to take care of. Yep. So what's going on with you?
0: Nothing really, just existing.
1: That's good. I like when you exist.
0: Eh.
1: Um, has anything been going on with you? I haven't seen you in, like, a week and a half. Not really. No?
0: No. Things are very even, I guess. There's nothing going on, good or bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Your dog tried to knock me over twice today.
0: That's what she does.
1: Yeah, she was super happy to see me, and she jumped up on me twice. And I was like, oof, both times. And the oof was me almost falling. Yep. Yeah. And then you know how when we were younger people would come up behind you and kinda like press their leg into the back of your knee to make your knee buckle because yep. people are rude. Mm-hmm. She did that to me twice.
0: She's very rude.
1: Very rude dog.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But she's adorable. Also so, true. I mean, I guess I'll accept it, but not really. Mm. Yeah. Did you see Max? Hi, Max. He posted in our group that a picture or a video of the Fantastic Beast movie, the next one?
0: Secrets of Dumbledore.
1: Yes, it comes out in April.
0: April 15th,
1: 2022. Okay. I want to see it, but I don't. And I said it in the group. You know, you guys have heard what I feel about the whole Johnny Depp of it all. So part of me wants to go see it and part of me doesn't.
0: I mean, it sucks like he's not in it, but I'm gonna go see it. Sorry, bro. Hmm. Maybe. We'll see. He has more money than I will ever make in my entire life. I'm not really... that upset for him.
1: Yes, but it's the principle of the thing. I I don't... I'm not... About that life. Like, I can't support the fact that he can't act in a role that he's really good in because of something that we have now know isn't true.
0: Well, they released him from his contract and they signed someone else, and so there's probably something in that contract that's stopping them from being able to approach him again. So, it's unfortunate, but at the very least, the person who's replacing him Reached out to him on how he would play, continue to play the character, like how he would continue, so he could adapt those, so that we're not going to get that big of a jump, a difference in performance at the most. So, yeah, also, the, guy I don't who's, know. the guy who's playing him is very creepy, so I think that it works.
1: That's the thing. Like, he's a little too creepy for me.
0: He's creepy in a like overly close, gentlemanly way,
1: which is creepy.
0: Yeah, which, like, I guess it kind of fits.
1: Kind of, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm i not happy about it. Like, I was happy about waiting for the other ones. This one, I'm like, meh. I will tell you I won't go see Aquaman too. What's Period. There? So, there's that.
0: Well, that's just how it be.
1: Yeah, it's just frustrating, though.
0: I'm a man. I agree.
1: We're not going to get into this conversation because I don't think that that is a conversation we should have on this show. But you and I have talked about this, and it's not—it's not as clear cut as that. It's not.
0: You're telling. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Harry Potter?
1: Harry Potter. You know what is pretty clear cut? Mm. That you should like, follow, and subscribe. We're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. But we are hosted on Podbean. So, I mean, you could totally go on there and like us and follow us and comment and stuff. Okay, thanks. What? Self-advertisement is good.
0: Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix Season 5 Episode 12 Chapter 12 Professor Umbridge
1: Okay, so a recap of what happened last time we were at Hogwarts Yeah, and, and Seamus said that his mom doesn't believe Harry and neither does he and everybody else was like, I believe you but then like Not everybody believes him.
0: My favorite thing is that J.K. was, like, way too against Harry being too belligerent in the book. But in the movie, he's just like, I don't care what you and your stupid mother believe. And I'm like, (laughs) yes, justice.
1: Well, she also, no, we're not going to go there. I'm just not going to say it. She's, she's not a great person. So anyway, um, yeah, they're back at Hogwarts. The Sorting Hat said, y'all better stick together or else things are going to go badly. Which is not its usual song. Mm-hmm. And we And we find out that the Sorting Hat usually changes its song and says stuff whenever it feels that times of great peril are around them or happening. And they're like, what do you mean? It's just a hat. It's like, yeah, but it hangs out in the headmaster's office, so I'm pretty sure it hears stuff. And But it's a hat.
0: Okay. So, the next morning begins nearly as frustratingly as the previous night. Seamus leaves the room as quickly as possible without speaking to Harry. In the common room, Hermione says Lavender Brown dots Harry's story as well um i think harry snaps at hermione about the whole situation and she's like well i actually defended you so thanks which is funny in a weird way because harry Harry is just i don't know he feels like everyone 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 is against him and it's like these two people uh, literally like played Omega chess with you and there was like poison involved shortly thereafter and they could have died at like any point the Chamber of Secrets and stuff like Sirius Black as the dog Ron's broken leg, the Whomping Willow like the, the challenges Voldemort actually coming back there's Death Eaters and stuff like you should probably not snap at the two people who probably hate you the least in this school Besides, like, Dumbledore and some of the staff.
1: Yeah, but even Dumbledore hasn't talked to him at all. So how can he feel like he's got Dumbledore in his corner? So even more reason not to snap at the people who support him.
0: Yeah. And he, he, he continues to do so a but lot. But he's a book.
1: moody teenager.
0: <sighs> Teenagers suck.
1: No, not all of them. If you're a teenager and you're listening to this, you're awesome.
0: Well, yeah, if you listen to this and you have a pass, you don't suck. So, tell your teenager friends. They also get passes, so, like...
1: If they listen.
0: Yeah, yeah, if they listen, so, like, you know.
1: Otherwise, mm. mmm.
0: At breakfast, there is still no sign of Hagrid. Hermione suggests that Professor Dumbledore has not mentioned it to avoid drawing attention to Hagrid's absence.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty evident he's not there.
0: It's kind of hard to miss. Yeah. And he is there, so.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Um, Harry is approached by Angelina Johnson, who has been made Quidditch captain. Uh, Which makes sense. They need a new keeper, and we'll be having tryouts on Friday. And if you remember, keeper is basically the goalie.
1: Yes.
0: Angelina wants everyone there, like the the previous team. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Well, she wants everyone there because, again, she doesn't want to show favorites, but she also wants the people who have been on the team to get a look at the new people. To basically see how they'll do, how they'll fit in, maybe give your ideas on what how they're doing. She wants to win. Yeah. So she wants to pick good people. And how else do you pick good people but taking good, solid advice from the people you already know, don't suck.
0: True. Professor McGonagall hands up class schedules, which seem particularly strenuous this year.
1: Well, yeah, because they're going to take their owls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It makes sense.
0: Fer and George offer their de- defective SkyVing snack boxes for a discount, then discuss their lack of concern for school. George mentions that they consider not returning to Hogwarts, and says they will spend their last year doing market research for their joke shop. So... Yeah, I mean, I kind of understand because they showed in the last book at the very beginning with their joke wands that they have a product that people want. Mm -hmm. They, They have a way of thinking that generates ideas and then those ideas turn into products that they can sell for, like, an enormous profit. And later on in the series it shows as well. Yes. They have a fully functioning shop, so spoiler by the way.
1: Well, even before that, they've come up with with ways to test out the things that they found in at 12 Grimmauld Place. Like they took the doxies to be able to tra- t- test out what they have on them. They took the the little snuff box to try the powder. To see the. What was it called? Something Cap? I don't even know what it's called. Okay, doesn't matter. But they're experimenting. They're experimenting, and they've been experimenting all along. And
0: yeah. they know
1: that their pursuits aren't in government. It's, their pursuits are in their, their joke shop. Their, they don't, their they things. don't need they don't... Newts.
0: Yes. They don't need to finish schooling. To have at a, a drink higher shop.
1: level to yeah.
0: So for them it feels pointless, but it's a very good opportunity to figure to sort of feel out the market because their customer customer base is going to be at the student age.
1: And it keeps their mom off their back.
0: That's too. But it it it's a helpful thing. Yeah. In a lot of ways.
1: Captive audience and mom won't bother you.
0: Yep. Um
1: But again, they don't, like, Hermione's like, no, you're not selling those. Um, You haven't been able to get it to stop working. It works too effectively. No. And Ron is just looking the other way.
0: Well, no one, like, no one besides Harry understands how they're even going to have a shop. How they have the money to create their jokes and they're joke this products. close
1: to saying something about it no, they and harry they looks have at them like mm.
0: backing, and harry is relieved when given the look that they don't they sidestep questions about where they get the money from where they've gotten the money from um during a break in their morning classes the trio run into cho chang she apparently wants to talk to harry but Ron insults her favorite Quidditch team, causing her to leave, earning him a scolding from Hermione. I think this seems kind of funny, because he tries to, like, gatekeep who was allowed to, like, wish Quidditch team and when.
1: Yeah, so it's like, um... Is that a tornado's badge? Ron demanded suddenly, pointing at the front of Cho's robes, to which a sky-blue badge emblazoned with a double gold T was pinned. You don't support them, do you? yes I do said Cho have you always supported them or just since they started winning the league said Ron in what Harry considered an unnecessarily accusatory tone of voice I've supported them since I was six said Cho coldly Cho sorry it said Cho coolly and I said choo coldly oh man anyway see you Harry yeah, he really didn't need to go there.
0: Again, he's gatekeeping Quidditch teams. Why? Gatekeeping
1: anything is not okay. True. Like that's when that that's the kind of stuff that bothers me. Like if a if a girl says she's a gamer and a guy is like, "Really? Tell me what your favorite game is. Tell me what happened here and there." Or, "Oh, I like comics. Really? Really? Do you like them now, or just because they were made into movies?" It's like, don't don't be a jerk.
0: Well, see, I, someone tried to like put me down for gatekeeping once because I was mm-hmm. talking to them and I was like, hey, uh, like what what are you into? And they're like, oh, like comic books and superheroes and stuff. And my thing, and I asked them which ones, and they were like Batman. And I'm like, oh, well, like what's your favorite Batman story? It was like out of genuine curiosity, mm-hmm. not like not trying to test them yeah. or anything. And it was like, are you really trying to test me right now? I'm like, no, I just want to know which one's your favorite one. Mine's the killing joke. Yeah. It's a very, like, run-of-the-mill answer, but, like, it's my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, well, I I don't know, whatever, whatever. You know, like, they kind of brush me off and, like, didn't want to talk to me. I'm like, okay.
1: You're like, I was genuinely interested. I wasn't trying to yeah, gatekeep. Yeah, exactly. But you know what happens?
0: Once with- you run into ten people who have gatekeeping behavior and you have one person who's genuine it's 11 not 10 yeah because you feel like it's yeah i get it it's just frustrating because yeah. like i mean damn me for being curious i don't know.
1: i actually had a friend who did that to me a few years back i was talking about something and they're like oh really so tell me about this and i'm like no nope because i knew them and i i knew what their intent was it wasn't an interesting it wasn't 100 a gatekeeping thing with them And I called them out on it, and they laughed. And I was like, and we're no longer friends. Because, well, not just because of that. Not just because of that, but because of other things. That was just the last straw for me.
0: True. Fair enough.
1: Because gatekeeping, not okay. Which is why, if you're new to the books, if you're not new to the books, if you're new to the movies, if you're not new to the movies, we welcome all of you.
0: Yeah. Enjoy what you enjoy. Exactly. So Harry's spirits are further dampened, both by losing a chance to talk to Cho and by his friends bickering as they head to Snape's dungeon for potions.
1: Yeah. Well, they're
0: constantly
1: just going at each other.
0: Well, This is the thing about, is that Ron is very emotionally dense.
1: He's got the emotional range of a teaspoon.
0: Precisely. So, like, he doesn't understand that, like, what he did was, like, pretty foul, almost. like Yeah. You just don't do that.
1: No. And
0: he did it. Yeah.
1: he Again, he's... I'm sorry to put it in these terms. He's kind of a clueless teenager. Yeah. Even though these books are really great and they appeal to everybody... The characters are written for who they are in this current stage in their life. Yeah, they're doing big things or great things or things and dealing with certain events and, and prejudices and whatever that appeal to people of all ages. They're written as the teenagers that they are dealing with all of these things.
0: They have moments of like immense maturity or resolve. But they have moments like this when it shines that like JK had a good grasp of how teenagers acts act because I mean she was a teenager at some point and could put herself back in those shoes. And I think like that's a really good thing to be able to do as an author. Cause you won't just be writing about adults or through the lens of an adult or through the lens of a child. You're like a multitude of characters that range in age, and it's something incomparably difficult to halt your, your thought process and then to change how you think from experience. Agreed. I know these. Yes, you do. All right, Snape gives them a particularly difficult potion. I don't know what it is.
1: So before he gives that, he basically says, listen... I'm going to teach you as best as I can because some of you are not that bright. Um, and I will teach you enough to be able to scrape an acceptable in your owl or you will suffer my displeasure. That's he says displeasure. Um, and then, of course, after that year, some of them will stop studying with him because in order to get into his newt potions class, you have to get more than just unacceptable.
0: And you acceptable,
1: you have to get be the highest.
0: You need outstanding.
1: Um. So he says that they're
0: unfortunately would have to part ways with some of you.
1: Yes, but we have another year to go before that happy moment of farewell. He's just <laughs>
0: rude. <laughs> He's so funny though.
1: Yeah. So He's he, so
0: melodramatic. Like, how can you not? He love? is.
1: And every time I read it, I read it in Alan Rickman's voice, honestly.
0: And you kind of chuckle, too. A little bit. It's a little funny.
1: So they're brewing the Draft of Peace. It's a potion to calm anxiety and soothe agitation, which I think all of the fifth years need right now. But okay. And then he continues with, Be warned, if you are too heavy-handed with the ingredients, you will put the drinker into a heavy and sometimes irreversible sleep. So you will need to pay close attention to what you are doing. Mm. Uh, The ingredients and method are on the blackboard. You will find everything you need in the store cupboard. You have an hour and a half start. Yep. And they are super... It's a super duper complicated potion. Like, he doesn't do anything by the book. He writes... Or everything is written on the board... And that's what you need to do. Could you imagine if his handwriting is
0: illegible? Small. (laughs) He's just like, like, bro, there's no cameras. I'll have to stand here, read one line, go back, do it, come back, read it again, do another line, back and forth. No, 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 thank you. Um, Unfortunately, Harry misses part of the instructions, and Snape decides to single him out. Um, And then vanishes his entire mixture, earning him no marks for the entire lesson. Luckily, the following divination lesson is... Yeah, he forgot the Hellebore. Yes.
1: Because he was supposed to add two drops of syrup of Hellebore. And that would have turned it into having this light silver vapor rising from it. And he's like, mmm, his was dark gray steam. Yikes. Yeah, it wasn't any worse than than most people's, but we all know Snape has it out for him.
0: Yes, yeah. we do. Yes. In Professor Umbridge's classroom, students are instructed to put away their wands and take notes. Oof! Professor Umbridge announces that they will be learning a Wait Ministry-approved a course of Defense Magic this year.
1: Before they do that, before they go into the Defense Against the Dark Arts class um ron this is one of those moments of clarity or maturity on their part um ron says to harry hermione and i have stopped arguing and harry says good but hermione says she thinks it would be nice if you stopped taking out your temper on us said ron i'm not i'm just passing on the message said Ron talking over him but I reckon she's right it's not our fault how Seamus and Snape treat you
0: which is a completely fair point yes again don't snap on the people who have your back pretty much yep.
1: like JK should have written that instead of that entire interaction but okay we'll go with it and that was in Divination That that happened. So then we go to Defense Against the Dark Arts.
0: Yes. Um, After Professor Umbridge gives the class the course aims, she instructs the class to read the first chapter in their textbooks.
1: Can we just go over the course aims? It's... Course aims. One, understanding the principles underlying defensive magic. Two... Learning to recognize situations in which defensive magic can legally be used. Three, placing the use of defensive magic in a context for practical use. I read it that way because I feel like that's what it feels like to read that book. Shirley. Yes.
0: You're not you're not Shirley. But Shirley isn't for sure.
1: Yes you're so silly uh,
0: I'm a goose.
1: and of course she starts with there will be no need to talk mm-hmm. we all know that that part or some of us not everybody because again no gatekeeping mm-hmm. Um, know that part in the movie where she's like there will be no need to talk in that voice that I hate so much
0: Ugh, gross um so- but I but after she tells the class to read the first chapter Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hermione sits defiantly with her hand raised, and Professor Umbridge is forced to call on her.
1: For several minutes. It yes. says in here, for several minutes. And because the book is so boring, other people in the class, other than Harry, stop reading to watch and see how long it takes for Umbridge to call on Hermione. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hermione's like, oh this is when umbridge is like did you want to ask something about the chapter dear uh no not about the chapter
0: Hermione notes that there are no course aims concerning actually using defensive spells to which umbridge replies i can't imagine any situation arising in my classroom that would require you to use a defensive spell instead students will study the theory and perform the spells for the first time ...at their examinations in the spring.
1: Wait a second. So she says, you surely aren't expecting to be attacked during class. I mean, why wouldn't she? In second year, they were attacked by Cornish Pixies.
0: Oh my god, the meme.
1: (laughs) Right? Oh, I love that one. I know exactly which one you're talking Mm -hmm. about. And then Ron is like, we're not going to use magic? And that's when, when Umbridge is like, students, you need to raise your hand if you wish to talk in class... Mr. asking him his name, and he says Weasley. Um, and then Hermione puts her hand immediately up in the air, where Umbrage is like, Ugh. Yes, Miss Granger, you wanted to ask something else? Yes. Surely the whole point of defense against the dark arts is to protect, uh, practice defensive spells. I mean, against the dark art. Like, that's what the name of the course is, right? No? No? I mean, okay, yeah. my bad Um And and, oh. Are you a ministry trained Educational expert Miss Granger No, but Well then, I'm afraid you are not qualified To decide what the whole point Of any class is Wizards much older And cleverer than you Have decided Our new program of study you will be learning about defensive spells in a secure, risk-free way. Mm-hmm. I, I hate her. And when I read her parts, it makes my skin crawl a little bit. I'm just saying.
0: Okay. A heated discussion ensues about the necessity of learning practical defense against the dark arts, mm-hmm. in which Professor Umbridge Rebuts Harry's claim that Voldemort has returned as a lie. Oh! Harry home. reacts angrily, telling the class that Cedric Diggory was murdered, not accidentally killed as Umbridge stated. Can I just read it? Yeah, I guess. Cedric Diggory died of his own. Of course, or he just dead, yeah. You
1: know. Um, you have been told that a certain dark wizard has returned oh, no. from well, the dead. not
0: the voice. Stop it! I hate it
1: he wasn't he wasn't dead said harry angrily but yeah he's returned mr potter you have already lost your house 10 points do not make matters worse for yourself as i was saying we have been informed uh you have been informed that a certain dark wizard is at large once again this is a lie
0: in the movie this is a lie i know i'm like
1: it's not a lie i saw him i fought him detention mr potter tomorrow evening five o'clock my office i repeat this is a lie the ministry of magic guarantees that you are not in danger from any dark wizard if you are still worried by all means come and see me outside class hours if someone is alarming you with fibs about reborn dark wizards i would like to hear about it i am here to help i am your friend and now you will kindly continue your reading page five basics for beginners professor umbridge sat down behind her desk again harry however stood up everyone was staring at him Seamus looked half scared half fascinated harry no hermione whispered in a warning voice tugging at his sleeve oh so according to you cedric diggory dropped dead of his own accord did he sassy harry mm-hmm. sassy pants And then there was a collective, you know, Cedric Diggory's death was a tragic accident. Sorry, I said that with too much because it says she said it coldly. So let me try again. Cedric Diggory's death was a tragic accident. Was that better? Yeah. Okay, cool. It was murder. Voldemort killed him and you know it. Did I get sassy Harry enough? I, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Mister Potter, dear. And she writes something on a small pink roll of parchment and hands it to him and says, "Take this to Professor McGonagall, dear." And he grabs his stuff and he leaves to go see Miss to D- 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 <laughs> Professor McGonagall. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry guys, I don't know what is happening with my mouth today that I can't form words sometimes. But anyway, continue. Sorry. Oh, so he takes it down there and um, Peeves tries to stop him and I love Peeves. Peeves sings after him. Uh, oh, most think he's barking, the potty wee lad. But some are more kindly and think he's just sad. But Peevesy knows better and says that he's mad.
0: Yes. So, again, Harry sent to Professor McGonagall's office with a note detailing his week's worth of detentions. While McGonagall appears to secretly approve of Harry's actions, <laughs> she okay. sternly warns Harry... Yes, you will do the, free- the biscuit thing. Okay. She sternly warns Harry to tread carefully around dolores umbridge the ministry of magic is behind her and is interfering at hogwarts okay yes yes read it read it
1: okay he held out the note from professor umbridge professor McGonagall took it from him frowning slid it open with a tap of her wand stretched it out and began to read her eyes zoomed from side to side behind their square spectacles as she read what umbridge had written and with each line they became narrower come in here potter well said professor McGonigal, rounding on him is it true is what true professor because he realized he was being aggressive so he tried to polite it up is it true that you shouted at professor umbridge yes said harry you called her a liar yes you told her he who must not be named is back yes professor mcgonagall sat down behind her desk frowning at harry then she said have a biscuit potter Mm -hmm. have what have a biscuit she repeated impatiently indicating a tartan tin of cookies lying on top of one of the piles of paper on her desk And sit down. And that's when they have the conversation. And I mean, you were right. I'm not going to read the entire thing, but she says you need to be careful. Misbehavior in Dolores Umbridge's class could cost you more than a few house points and a detention. Use your common sense. You know where she's from. You know who she's probably reporting to. Um, and it says here she's giving you detention every evening this week starting tomorrow and Harry didn't know that he was upset Um, she's your teacher just remember tread carefully around Dolores Umbridge and he's like but Voldemort's back what do you want me to do she's like for heaven's sakes Potter listen we know it Mm. just chill and then she's like have another biscuit He says, no, thank you. And she's like, don't be ridiculous. And he takes another one. Um, I'm just going to read this last little bit. Mm -hmm. Thanks, he said grudgingly. Didn't you listen to Dolores Umbridge's speech at the start of Term Feast, Potter? Yeah, said Harry. Yeah. She said progress will be prohibited or... Well, it meant that, that the Ministry of Magic is trying to interfere at Hogwarts. Professor uh, Professor McGonagall eyed him for a moment, then sniffed, walked around her desk, and held open the door for him. Well, I'm glad you listened to Hermione Granger at least. At any rate, she said, pointing him out of her office. So yeah, Hermione's, Hermione said it. The Ministry is trying to interfere at Hogwarts, and things are going to get difficult. And calm the heck down, Harry Potter. Don't give her ammunition. She seems the kind of person who literally was just waiting for him to say something. That's what I feel like.
0: Again, he's a teenager. Lack of emotional control, outbursts are very normal.
1: Yes. But remember, she was in his hearing. And she was one of the people who voted against him. So I honestly feel like she's... Maybe she's not doing it 100% on purpose, but I feel like she's waiting for him to mess up so that she can make an example of him somehow. She seems like the kind of teacher who
0: would do that. She seems like the kind of person. Yeah. She seems- I was going
1: to say that next, but yes.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: She seems like the kind of person who revels in using her authority to hurt people. Or to punish people, I guess, would be the appropriate phrasing.
0: We know that to be factual. Yes. Mm, that's it.
1: Yes. I would like to know why she thinks the minister is being... Is that the minister is the one who's right, as opposed to, I don't know, Dumbledore, the, per, the person they wanted to become minister instead of the person who's minister. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why does she believe Fudge is telling the truth? Is it because she's one of those people who wants it to be true? Or just because she's blindly following Fudge?
0: So, by going against Harry Potter and Dumbledore with Fudge, she creates camaraderie with him.
1: Yeah. She is an ambitious kind of lady.
0: Yeah. It's a common enemy that helps, then, her bond with her superior... Which then gives her more... It affords her more opportunities for growth and... Advancement. Advancement. So why not? Besides the fact that, like, it would be the right thing to do to support Dumbledore and Harry. Because they're right. But again, no one knows that but them.
1: Yeah, but why would... Okay. Okay in order to tell a good lie it has to kind of be based in the truth why would he create something that sounds like a crazy lie that there were dementors in little wing jen surrey following him
0: it's also things that he can't prove
1: i mean but he can because his cousin was there I mean, wouldn't they be able to talk to the muggle cousin and, like... He couldn't
0: see it. So he wouldn't be yes, in but he she felt
1: it. it. Yeah, but... And then Arabella Fig came and said what she said. She
0: saw them running.
1: Yes, and she said that she saw them, although we know she didn't because she's a squib. But she said that we're she saw them. We're
0: not sure, but we're pretty sure.
1: We're, like, 99% sure. I would say
0: 95. Like okay, 95. Bit, Let's give her 5%. Room. Yeah
1: but when but th- then again fudge didn't even want to hear when they were like oh harry didn't do the the hover charm with the cake with the pudding it was a house elf and he said yeah sure a house elf no we have the house elf that we can bring right here to tell you what happened and he wasn't willing to hear it so at that point to me, it would be like, why Why is she willing to listen to Fudge if Fudge isn't willing to listen to all of the evidence available? I feel like there's too much un unclear, unclear disc- unclarity, um, confusion, ambiguity. That's the word I want to use. There you
0: go.
1: I got there eventually.
0: Eventually.
1: I've been working all day, guys. I'm sorry. My brain is like, me. Right now,
0: nice. Yeah, so that's that.
1: Yeah, it's, I just don't like it's her. Fairly
0: short, and she was rude to Hermione. She's rude to everyone, though. She's yeah, not, but not... she
1: literally was like, "Are you a teacher? No, then you be quiet."
0: I'm sorry. Where is your teaching degree and license? And Hermione's like, "I don't have one. Where's yours?" <laughs> hey. Stop it.
1: No, that would have gotten her into detention. True. And I think Hermione would have lost her mind if she had gotten detention.
0: True. No more flawless record. And she's a prefect. Oh, it looks really bad. Yep.
1: Okay. So we done. Yeah, that's it. It was a a fairly short chapter. It had a lot of stuff in it. But we didn't want to read the entire chapter to you. Because honestly... That was what we were getting to.
0: True. Yeah.
1: Okay. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye bye. <sighs>